0: Yeah,
1: I'm ready. Problem is, Shawnee might be ready, but your boy Matt is still playing Monopoly. So <laughs> just give me and a big
2: Do the intros. Matt is still
1: gambling. you have the shot taken. If the garlic bread or bake it. it bake it bake it till it's black but not like too black so you can like still kind of scrape the char off no uh i'm matthew hawks and joining me this week is cotter o'connor
2: well heidi ho neighbor
1: <laughs> um raptor like raptor aka cory
2: why do i get
3: the feeling you're going to be the death of me
1: Because I like killing people. Mug is our other player. (laughs) Have you ever
4: seen a cryptid before?
1: (laughs) Mothman is the best uh, with no argument whatsoever. And our exceptional Fire Lord, Mothman fan, as well as Moth... uh, Fellow Moth fan, (laughs) (laughs) Shadio. Mothman fan. I love moths. Same.
0: I fell you know, in love with a moth once.
2: My favorite thing to do is like be a little silly and sometimes like switch up the, the way that you say different cryptids' names by just switching some letters around. Um, my favorite one is to say Mothman instead of Mothman. Um, they might sound the same, but I switched to the M's. <laughs>
1: Not <the> M's. <names. laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, please. Somebody, take me out of my misery. <laughs>
0: Two sirlons are creeping over a, a crate looking over at you. And one of them says, what are you doing on my ship?" And the other one says, I thought, damn, that's the one that Benotto said they were coming on. That's some slimy
3: worms, right?
0: <gasps> it's talking... Oh, yeah, that was Corey's voice. That yeah, those are, th- those are the slimy worms.
2: <laughs> well, well, hi there.
3: Those things are gross. <laughs> well, well, that's not very nice. That's, yeah, is- that's probably offensive. Uh, I'm sorry. Henry, I'm probably gross myself. But,
2: Henry, they're there well, sentient species. You can't just call them gross. With,
3: why does and environments are gross? Uh
0: well this is this is not our environment. We're just kind of living here because it's the best place that we could find. But Benotto assures us that we're gonna get out of here soon. Have you met him? He was supposed to meet you as soon as you got on board. He's supposed to meet everyone as soon as they get on board. It's his okay. job. Benotto.
2: We haven't met him yet. We're 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 What's, looking for him.
3: We've heard his voice. Is he- do you know where he's at? Can you take us to him?
0: You did I'm I'm surprised you didn't meet him already. He's supposed to be waiting on the bridge deck for when people get on the ship.
2: No, we didn't see anyone.
0: Well, that's unfortunate. Uh you see, when when we saw you stamp stampering about, we we thought you were raiders, so we came up and hot hid. But if 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 you didn't meet Bonotto, then Oh boy. Do, oh, is it is it just you, Lot, that are on your pirate ship? No, of course it's not just them. Don't you see that ship's full of plasmoids? And then uh you see Captain Sartell raise her hand up and give you a little wave. Uh huh. Oh.
3: Like a farewell wave.
4: I didn't like that. Yeah. I
0: just go like this. Yeah, like a farewell wave. We gotta get back to ship.
4: We gotta get back to the ship.
1: Around the ship we're supposed to be on.
4: Can we do anything right that's, now to get
0: back that's on
1: the, the feeling ship? feeling we're
0: getting. You guys have free will? Uh, okay. The guys do say, Oh, no. Oh, I think I know what happened. You see, Benoto has got this peculiar ability that he possesses where he can look like someone and sound like them, and talk like them, and does he he have, uh, he, does told, he have purple eyes? Oh, yeah, but those are beautiful
1: purple eyes. Oh, great, great. That's just that's just great to hear. Great to hear.
0: Why or, or is that great to hear? I I really like purple eyes. Oh, oh okay.
3: Well, we should really uh, get back to the ship
2: bar?
0: Oh, you guys are trying to get back on your ship.
2: Would you like to come with us?
0: No, no, we would like to make sure. Okay, you goodbye. We would like to make sure you don't go. At I long. run. Roll me initiative.
2: Stumbled
1: round the block a thousand times. Ah, 16, 9, Ten. 11. Forgot my dice, it's too big for my dice hour, so it got stuck in there.
0: You have two, nine.
4: No, I got a
1: 16. Henbeth got a 9. Oh, 11.
4: Oh, my bad. I got a 15 because I have a minus 1 to initiative.
0: Ooh, that's rough. (laughs) Okay. So, here's how turns are going to go. Hoop 2, then Glicks, then Blob, then Henbeth, but everyone goes before you guys. (laughs) Nice. So, be thinking about what you would like to do as the first Sirlon. just uh, one of these right here, I need Henbeth to make a Wisdom saving throw. I need Goop 2 to make a Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Henbeth got a 12. And you see two of them jump out of the crates from behind them, and one of them looks like Goop 2, and the other one looks like uh, Goop 2, but is a little bit discolored.
4: Okay, so Goop Continues to roll high, even switching dice. I'm very scared. Um, I got an eighteen save plus. Okay.
0: Um. Uh, Hinbith, was what was your wisdom saving throw? Oh, a twelve. Fail. All right, I'm rolling some dice. You are going to take fourteen psychic damage, and Goop two. You take seven. Great. And the other two that look like you. Uh, Can anyone make an intelligence check for me? Goop can. Okay, give me that. Uh,
4: Goop got an eight plus seven.
0: Okay, a 15. You can't really discern the difference in these two, uh, but you do recognize that they are on the same team as the Sirlons. They're not Goops from your ship.
4: Okay, I figured that.
0: You can communicate that with your crew if you want, but that is the Sirlon's turn for now. And then I'm going to go for two more people that you guys don't see right now. And uh, go ahead and tell your crew what you know, Goop 2.
4: Goop 2 will speak up and he will, he's going to like pop a little arm out from him and say, Goop 2 here is the original one. (laughs) Ignore those other two. They have discolorations.
0: They're not me. Blobber, I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage.
2: Seven.
0: All right. A seven is going to fail. Uh, You are... You probably shouldn't attack these guys. Okay. Probably shouldn't attack them. Pro- you should, if anything, probably help them. You should probably even attack yourself. Lastly, uh, I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no, actually... Uh, yeah, I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Nice. 12. 12 14. fail. 14 fail. 10 fail.
1: 26.
0: Save. All right, so here's how this is going to go. 26 is high enough where I'm going allow you to pick one other person to save. Um, I think
1: goop 2 is close to me in the order, so probably... Like, uh, like where we were standing. So,
0: Guptu. Interesting. Alright, Guptu also has the lowest health, so good call. Um, You are all... All of the fail... The, the two fails are going to take... Seven, 10, 21 points of psychic damage. Jeez. And if you succeeded, you are taking 13. That's a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is... It is Goop2's turn with Glicks on deck, Blobbered in the hole, and Hendith going last. In reference to the map, you guys are around, like, you just came up the stairs, so you're around, like, here. Uh, right up at the top of the stairs, there's kind of this uh, thing in between you guys and a broken ballista, uh, mangonel over here. These creatures, there's some crates around the outside of the, uh, towards the walls. These creatures are in front of these crates, like right here, one, two, and here, one, two. You guys are like right here.
4: Are you moving your mouse around the screen?
3: Yeah, we can't see your mouse.
4: Yeah.
0: I can't ah, see which level you cool. are
3: looking
0: at. Uh, well... This level is the level that we're looking at. You guys are probably right here around the stairs. Um, The creatures are in front of the crates that are around here. The crates would be like this area, and then the creatures would probably be standing here, and on this side right here with crates right here. This is a broken thing, uh, and then I'm going to check and see exactly what that is with my cheat sheet map. Um, It is... uh, Oh, it's a trapdoor to the cargo deck. You guys can kind of look down, and it, you can see into the cargo deck. Uh-huh. There's a lot more crates and stuff down there.
4: And it's whose turn right now?
0: Oh yeah, it's it's an open trap door. Uh, if you if you can see on the on the Nautiloid map here, I'll actually rotate down and go over to it. right here. This is where you guys are on the Nautiloid map. Uh, it's on the one, two, third floor up uh, at the top of this staircase right here. Where the gap is. Yes, you are there, I believe. You are on the battle deck. Yeah, yeah, you're on the battle deck. So then yeah, that would be where you're at. Um and then there's a big opening, and then this thing is broken. Uh, and you guys are right around here. These things are right in front of you, in front of this thing. Okay. Uh Goop Two, what would you like to do?
4: Uh is gonna hit Somebody with magic missile. He's going to like look at these worms and be like, I don't like you. I don't like you at all. And try and kill them.
0: Oh, we don't like us. That's not.
4: Goop Wait, got a we four didn't... for his 1d4.
0: With magic missile?
4: Yeah. Because isn't it, Uh, they automatically hit, but you just roll 1d4 they plus d
0: They do automatically hit, but it should be more damage than that.
4: I'm rolling at first level. Oh, okay. But like, I thought if I rolled it down. It's three
0: different different. missiles, too. So it it would be 3d4. Oh, okay. Okay. So I got a three
4: and a one. So four, three, one.
0: Okay. Are you targeting one? Are you targeting one creature or multiple?
4: I was going to target because wasn't there two in front of us? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to target two of them, but since there's three missiles, I, I guess two of them go to one and one goes to the other.
0: Well, there are four in front of you now.
4: Oh, there's four? Okay, yeah. so yeah, I'm going to hit three of them.
0: Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Can
4: Goop go twice?
0: You still have bonus oh. action and movement.
4: Yeah, and I actually have Dragon's Breath as a bonus action, so if I can cast ah, that cool. at these guys...
1: Hell yeah, that's sick.
4: I'm gonna cast that. Let's see, at third level, but let's see. Uh, it is a, uh, dexterity save, DC okay. fifteen.
0: Rolling it, fail, fail. Oof, not one fail.
4: Oh, cool. So they take three d six. Uh, probably, like, acid damage.
0: What does Goop uh, dragon's breath look like?
4: All of 2's magic is bubbles. So, he, like, there's these weird bubbles start coming, like, he opens his mouth and weird bubbling gurgling happens. And it just floats towards these guys and pops at them. And when it pops, it just pops into this weird acid bubble on him. That's like that his is, odd, weird dragon that is
0: breath. Terrifyingly adorable. Cool. Cool. So, we got a six. Good. A three
4: and four for his 3d6 damage.
0: All right. So, then add that all together
4: Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen.
0: 10, 11, 12, 13. Add your spell attack modifier. His spell attack
4: modifier is plus seven.
0: So, 20 damage. Cool. Nice. At so that's the kind of number that a sorcerer that a level 8 sorcerer should be doing. Don't forget to add your spell attack modifier. D&D Beyond usually doesn't add it automatically.
2: Yeah. Wait, should we be level 8? Yeah, I'm
4: also only level
0: 7. Yeah, oh, I thought okay. we leveled up Sorry. to 7. I'm at 7. Yep, 7. <laughs> okay. No, Excuse not me. 8, 7. Don't get crazy. Okay. <laughs> Glicks, your turn with blubber on deck. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Beacon of Hope as my action. Uh, for those of you who need to know, it is a spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range. You guys, uh, the, the four of us, I guess. Uh, for the duration, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. So you have wisdom or advantage on both of those. And whenever you're healing from any healing, you regain the maximum number of hit points possible. Nice. So that's my action. So, guys, just remember that. I will try and remember it as well. Uh, my second, my bonus action is going to be to cast spiritual weapon. Uh, and it says, when I cast a spell, I can make a melee spell attack. So, can I yep. do that? Okay. Yep. Uh, then, at the one, one of the ones in front of us. Uh, one of the little Yeah, I guess they're like goop guys now, but uh, at one of them I'm gonna cast that and attack. It is Oh they're actually all worms now because they've been ta- they've taken damage. Oh my bad. Okay. Um so it looks like I just make an attack plus seven. Yeah, yeah. that's my spell attack. Mm, Eleven.
0: Eleven's <laughs> gonna hit. Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, wait, uh. Which one? Are it? yeah. 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 11's gonna hit this
0: one. Okay. Uh. Then it is. Do, 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 do.
1: Where are you? Damage. 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 Uh. One d eight plus your spell casting modifier. But I'm casting it at third level, so it should be.
0: it's three d eight.
1: Oh. For every two slots. Slot levels above second, so I'd have to cast it at fourth level to do any extra d8 damage.
0: Okay,
1: I think it, it just usually says
0: goes up one die per level.
1: Well, it just the damage next to it on the third level, you know, spell slot area just says one d8 plus four.
0: Okay, yeah, get that Done.
1: then. Okie doke, forgot I needed a d8. Ooh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 damage.
0: Uh, 11 health points left. Tell me what happens.
1: Oh, sweet. Um, Spiritual weapon. I really only have a staff. Uh, Like, that is the spiritual weapon that I conjure, which I already have a staff, but it's because it's my deity. Uh, I feel like the staff just kind of appears and smacks him, whacks him into
0: pulp.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> just, you go whack, down whack, the whack, trap whack, door. Whack, whack.
3: <laughs>
0: He falls down the trapdoor, dead as a, a, a doornail. That's what that's Sweet. a thing in this universe, door Um, and then a, as you see this, uh the uh Captain Sartell, who is attempting to run away with your ship, turns back and looks with a tear in her eye and runs off the ship and jumps and tries to land on the deck of the Nautiloid that you guys are on. Uh, it is now um, Blobbert's turn.
2: I'm going to stab myself with a sunblade.
0: Okay. You have what? Oh, ooh, ooh, actually, the person who charmed you was the one who just got killed, so no, you're not. Yay! <laughs> yes, the person who's been charming you this whole time is the one who just got killed. Okay, stab the other guy with the sunblade. i was like thank you so much for playing the character but i forgot to tell you that you're
2: fine (laughs) hey i will kill myself for this podcast (laughs) in game um (laughs) well am i within 15 feet of everyone
0: uh yeah i would say
2: don't hate me guys but i i have a plan Uh uh-huh
1: you
2: know, we're um, like all dying, oh,
1: right? <laughs> oh, we're all dying? <laughs> we're doing pretty bad.
2: Oh, never mind then.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, everybody has advantage on death saving throws. So
2: I had a whole turn planned and it involved it. stabbing myself and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, you still can. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to use the sun blade on one of the worm dudes. Uh bonus Ooh, action to ignite it and then yeah, I'm give gonna... me that attack roll. Uh Nat 20 plus eight. Roll hey, double damage. Roll double damage. So I have two different types of damage here, and I'm not sure which one to use. So I have a two D eight plus five rate in uh and a two D ten plus five.
0: Roll both of them double.
2: Oh well I don't oh, I, I don't you. know it, which it, one to roll. It
0: depends on if you're using one-handed or two-handed.
2: Okay, I, it's a long sword, so I would definitely be using two hands. Okay, uh, well,
0: you don't have to say definitely. Long swords can be wielded with one hand in D and D, but uh great sword is two hands. But you can wield a long sword into with two hands and do more damage.
2: Blobbert would be using two hands.
0: <laughs> cool. Then yeah, do double da- Uh, roll double D tens.
2: Okay, uh, that is fifteen.
0: All right, 15.
2: I rolled a 9 and a 1 on my D10s, and I got a plus 5.
0: Dang. All right. Give me a medicine check as we go to Henbeth's turn. Uh, but Hinbeth, uh Captain Sartell, or maybe could be Captain Sartell, lands on the bridge deck uh, and uh, has a sword out and a shield. We're a deck below, correct? Uh, right now, you guys are on the battle deck. Uh, so, yeah, you're a deck below the bridge deck.
3: Okay. Uh, then I'm going to cast Heal Winds on myself real quick. Okay. Because Big Brain heal myself real quick. <laughs> of course. Uh, an 8. I'm going to heal myself for 8 points. Cool. And then as my... There's still one worm, right? There's
0: 3 more... That are alive, uh, and then uh, the leader, the Sar- uh, Captain Sartell.
2: Okay, um, sorry, real quick, I just have a question, and it, it does pertain to being necessary before Corey goes. Does it make a difference if the Sunblade does radiant damage instead of lashing damage?
0: No, but thank you for asking.
2: Okay, I just wanted to do the best job yeah. possible.
0: No, that was a good question to ask.
2: So
3: because I used a spell already, uh, I can use my extra attack now.
0: Uh you right? no, you have an extra attack that you can use as an action, or you can cast a spell as an action. You don't get two actions, you get two attacks okay. as an action.
3: So just cure wounds for my turn. It
0: just means that you can attack twice as fast now instead of but you still take the same amount of time to cast a spell. Gotcha.
3: So, So you have a bonus
0: action? Oh, that's your turn? Okay. All right. Uh, So, then I need, uh, let's see. Uh, Glicks, Blobberts, you guys are good. But Henbeth and Gooptu, you each are going to take six bludgeoning damage and four slashing damage uh, as two of them jump at you and claw at your face. uh, and then the captain is going to rush uh, Blobbert. I need a wisdom saving throw, Blobbert, and if and uh, Glicks, if you want to give me an arcana check, Connor. Don't forget you have uh, advantage on that. Oh, okay, arcana's nineteen. Uh, this uh, this uh creature just cast mage armor on itself its armor class is now higher
1: sartel the the one that looks
0: like yes yes okay also using a shield so gonna be a hard person to hit uh connor 19 save uh she just she tries to do that uh she tries to control your mind to where she can just hit you but you managed to brace that so her attack is at disadvantage and she rolls a nat one. She drops her sword. She is now fighting you with just a just a shield. And it is Goop 2's turn with Glicks on deck. There are three of these guys left. One of them is on Goop Two. One of them is on Henbeth, Uh, and the other one is just kind of guarding the captain right now with a spear.
4: Okay, sorry, it's my turn. Correct?
3: Yes. Oh, so yeah. you said there's one on me right now. Yeah. Can I use a reaction?
0: Or it, it's, it's more like right in front of you uh, uh, attacking you and stuff. You can always use a reaction, yeah.
3: Because I have my Flash of Genius that I was trying to use.
0: Yeah, that allows you to add a plus, uh, plus your intelligence modifier to certain things. Uh, it, it wouldn't be relevant right now.
3: I, thought, not, I like, thought of it as like, uh, hey, something's attacking you. It kind of like freeze frames. You're able to think for a second. And they make an ability check or saving throw.
0: And it depends it, on whether what, they attack. It's more like a buff that it gives you to stuff. Okay. But you can give it to your allies too. Okay.
4: My turn, correct? Yep. Goofy. He just wants to acid splash. And okay, cool. Weirdo in front of him. That's obviously not Captain Sartell. Uh, so. Because I'm higher than fifth level, I get to do two d6 of damage, but it is a uh uh dexterity saving throw fifteen.
0: Okay uh DC. Fail.
4: Cool. So goop is gonna do three and then four, five, six points of damage, of acid
0: damage. Nice. nice. Is this to the captain or just the one that's on you?
4: The the cap captain in quotation marks. Okay, got you. At least hoping that it's like a disguise of some sort. Okay.
0: Anything else? Um,
4: I don't think Kutu is going to do anything else. Unless
0: he... Alright. Yeah. Uh, after that the captain goes wait please stop i will stop i'm i will stop attacking you please stop killing my friends this was this was supposed to we we underestimated you this was not supposed to go like this
1: <laughs> can i make a perception check on that
4: yeah exactly yeah. insight
0: check immediately
2: persuasion check uh 23
1: for
0: insight uh, he is scared shitless and definitely willing to compromise
3: all right Transform. Right now.
0: He turns into another one of these wormy looking things, but he's got robes on and a little hat.
4: Ha. My oh, hat's first, bigger than yours. First it, things first. It, where's it our
0: captain? He says, size doesn't matter, but the captain is on our ship, locked away in the captain's quarters.
4: Are um, you
2: lying? No. I'd like to turn to one of the underlings and I go, you get her right now!
0: Yes, yeah, sire. And then they, they scurry off.
2: You. What's the deal? What's the con?
0: We make the ship look like it's not working and then we lure you in and then once you get in here deep enough, we jump you. But you're a lot more powerful than us, so we're going to stop because I don't like having dead friends and two of my friends are dead. And the other two are are run, running off to grab the captain that we... Well, we didn't kidnap her. I snuck on board and replaced her, and then that provided my mates the right uh, amount of time to, sne- to sneak uh, around and, and, and nap her.
2: So you just wanted to take the ship? Nothing we were going to,
0: Yeah, we were going to take all your stuff.
2: So you're pirates?
0: Yeah, we wanted your stuff because we don't have enough stuff. Okay, we were probably gonna stuff? we were probably gonna eat you too, but
2: you no. Know. Oh, oh, where are you? Well, you're we're not now.
0: We're not. No, not now.
2: You, you're, you're, you're... gonna eat us, huh? No, no you're, uh, you're, can, you're I cast, can I no, cast vicious mockery?
0: You will kick our asses. That we we already discussed that.
2: Um, can I cast vicious mockery as I'm starting to to mock? Oh, absolutely. Make fun of him. Absolutely. Uh, six.
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's oh oh six damage yes the the one that you say this to I'll, I'll i'll pick it for you it's gonna be the one that had four health points left and you say this to it and it just goes it eh, falls over like a president getting shot uh and he, uh, uh, the other one goes oh uh they do escort the captain back out uh And she's in binds and her mouth is gagged and she's going
2: Yes, you're right, Captain. We should kill them. I
0: don't want to argue. I don't want to thrill. I don't want to be here. I want to get opt off of Captain Angathrone's ship before we get detected. I don't know what these sirlons think they're doing here, and I don't think they know why they are on this ship, but there is absolutely no reason we should be on a ship that was in the fleet of the Flying Dutchman. Let's get out of this asteroid belt immediately before one of us ends up really dead. And I don't just mean, like, dead. I mean locked in Davy Jones' locker for the rest of eternity. Can I look at her eyes? She is her normal self, but she is deathly terrified you've not seen this level of fear on her face this is a pirate scared of a scarier pirate fear all right let's let's get on let's get on the other ship she is politely walking past these creatures not even like not even pissed off or punching or anything like she wants out of here uh she she does have a sheet of paper that's crumpled up in her hand but uh she jumps back on the moon dancer and waits for you guys.
2: Oh I Captain to...
1: Captain, I uh noticed you had some there in your your uh, hand and for forgive me for being a little a little less than trusting, but uh
0: what you got there? I it's unfortunate that you didn't get to see the rest of the ship, but I will give you the cliff notes they didn't really get deep into here and they didn't bother cleaning most of it out but the thing that I did saw was a captain's quarters that looked relatively well preserved it must have belonged to some mind flayer dictator or someone who was working closely with this person but I then saw a portrait and I ripped it off the wall because I couldn't stand to look at that man's face a long time ago There was a pirate captain. His name was Captain Ungathrode. He was a mind flayer. And he was the most fierce, gruesome, and brutal pirate in all of the space. He traveled with a miniature space hamster. And he was famous for... Starting a fleet of Nautiloids that would usher forth a revolution in space travel. Towards the beginning of Spelljamming Space, he was the one who started the fleet of the Flying Dutchman. Angathrode is a terrifying individual and someone who is not to be trifled with. And she throws out this sheet of paper and shows you guys the portrait of this captain. And you, watching at home, can see it on our Instagram page. He's this... Creepy looking mind flayer with a revolutionary style, uh, a pirate, a tricorn pirate hat, and a sword in one hand, a normal looking purple hand on the other, with these bright glowing white and purple eyes. Uh, he's got a peg leg on his left hand, and he wears mainly purples, uh, and he's got a little space hamster that is just not too far away from him. Um, and she says, Of all the pirates in all the galaxies, This one is the most evil. And then she says, I found a couple of things within that room, a couple of artifacts, historical things, uh, some honey jars and jam jars from a little town in Faerun, some some other things, a a couple of clocks, a couple of, mechanic bits from a, a trixie talkworth Clockwork shop. Uh, I'm also finding a couple of action figures, one of a a, a, a knight that's a bit of a bear, uh, one of a, a, a Triton priest, and, and many different figures and action figures. And one thing that really stuck out to me was this, and she holds up a gauntlet made of Tiamat scales. They are green, blue, white, black, red, and beautiful. They glisten. They draw your eyes. And the more you focus on them, the more this reality and this vision and this entire situation starts to fade from existence. And you start to settle back into your pods atop the clock tower at the end of time. Where Bahamut sits at a table with an unfamiliar, feminine looking figure, and he gestures you over as your <sniffs> space pods open up and you are no longer the crew of the goop squad. Right. That was
1: that was a very weird adventure, wasn't it?
4: I didn't like playing that goop. He was stupid. Now-
2: i don't why are we back here we have not completed our mission
0: oh do not worry you will complete your mission in due time uh this is bahama who is speaking and he says this one is merely being put on a hiatus you're at a good point and a good uh point of return you know where you need to go in that quest but that quest well that one's for another time and we will get back to it at a later date." But for now, it is time that you uncover a different side of yourselves. You're starting to see true evil. And before you are ready to dive into the darker aspect of this thing we call reality, these realms, they have true horrors that are waiting for you. And I am willing to show them to you. But first, I will need to turn over my tutelage to another one who can show you true evil before you are ready to see the evil that is Captain Angath You must ride. And then after he says you must ride, you hear the voice of the woman who is this beautiful bodice woman. She stands up. She's got long blonde hair, uh, a huge set of dragons on her crown atop her head she's got uh one of each of the chromatic dragons sticking out of it uh, a red one in the middle with a green and white one on the <laughs> on the ends uh mm-hmm. and then a blue and a, uh, a what's the other color black one uh and then she's wearing uh red robes as well as some gold and black armor um and it is like your uh you she's very tall she st- she towers over everyone in the room including bahamut and she says oh you guys look like the fourth of july hi i'm tia matt oh it's so nice to meet you oh my god anyway uh yeah well i think it's time it's time i send you guys on a real quest yeah yeah you want to go on a real quest you want to go on a quest for mommy? For mommy Tia Bat? Yeah? Okay. Well, here's how it's going to go.
3: Since mommy? Seen, sorry. <laughs>
0: since I... you've seen the better parts of this world, the better things in life, the good, the lawful, the true, it's time to be bad. It's time to be really, really bad. Oh, yeah? Oh, you're ready to be bad? Well, Mommy's going to send you on a bad, bad quest for bad boys and girls. Let's talk about our next campaign, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it really just became a bottom. <laughs> I
2: don't, I don't. makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want a hot dog real bad. You look like the 4th of July.
0: How's my Coolidge, guys? Hey, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I'm saying, I call it. I've I've always done Coolidge for Tia Matt. I've always done it.
2: Hey, Tia Matt, do you want to go play a game of pool with me?
0: (laughs) Poker, maybe? Maybe strip poker?
3: Poker? Well, (laughs) We,
0: we are getting started for our next campaign, and I will tell our audience our ramifications because this next campaign is a very specific one we have very specific character uh uh rules that we have to abide by because we are playing (laughs) affair on the concordant express
2: uh, This
0: is a very fun D&D module that uh, just got written for Keys to the Golden Vault which is a uh, series it's an anthology series of adventures that came out this year. We have already played a couple of the Keys to Golden Vault. We have played uh, Trixie Toxworth, Golden Clockworth. We have also played uh, Party at Palisette Hall and this one is their ninth level adventure and it is rated the highest of any of the adventures that have been written. It is a very, very fun adventure. Um, It is uh, about the demons and the devils and the evils in life. And you guys have created half-race characters that are all... We are playing Oops! All Bards this campaign. And uh, you guys are all coming on this train to go to your respected afterlives uh be that what they be you kn- you don't really know until you are told on the train uh and you guys have all just died so nice. you guys are all playing dead bards who never met their father but they knew their mom she was cool i never knew my father uh do you guys have anything to say about uh our car- our story that's about to get started. I mean, we'll introduce our characters when it starts, but is there anything else that we should do uh, mechanically before we get started with that one? Because I think the next session that we do will be the first session of Affair on the Concordia Express.
3: Daddy wasn't there. To change my underwear. Because honestly,
0: guys, like you kicked super butt when you were doing all of the like stuff in space. It was so cool. Honestly, like you did some really messed up stuff. Like I was really proud of you. I was watching a lot of it and I was like, man, these kids could really do some messed up stuff. I'm going to put them in a more evil route, I'm going to put them in a more evil situation and see what they do. So, let's see how you do here in hell <laughs> <laughs> and uh you guys don't even walk to your uh what your pods you just start feel your body shoot to them like you are immediately tethered to them and you're pulled close to them and you start <laughs> to, you start to phase in but we we'll, we'll get to the next story in a second but let, let's talk for a little bit what's
3: up sky
1: uh, I have to play an evil character I never played an evil character I don't know how what do you mean how do you how do you just kill people without indis- without discrimination You just kill everybody
0: kill you don't care the child.
2: Matt I think you're focusing on the wrong thing Janio just teased the big bad for this series
1: right right right.
2: Underthroat, <laughs> but,
1: but, underthroat.
2: But, but underthroat had the pre-recording <laughs> under pain characters under what underthroat I, is that not his name
0: no but it is now more, more like <laughs>
2: underthroat <laughs> no
0: he will always be underthroat again <laughs> um so like <laughs> listen (laughs) but i've been running that character for years and i never
2: (laughs) don't underestimate how much of an idiot i am (laughs) so do we want
3: to go over our characters a little bit
0: i mean we can or we can talk about them when we meet them uh i know we kind of do things transparently here so we can talk about like our stat wise, our characters. So, uh if you're listening and you want to listen to what our characters are like for the next campaign, you can continue listening. We're going to talk about the stats, our classes, our races, our story. uh But if you want to just jump in fresh, the next episode will be the first episode of Affair on the Concordia Express and it will be all role play. We will meet our characters uh, and we will again state then what character races and classes that we're playing. So, for right now, yeah, we'll just go around uh, and we'll start with uh, I'll roll a d4 since I don't get to roll dice very often. uh, Who wants uh, number one? Me. <laughs> okay, then I'll start with you on here, and then we'll go around. So you're one, Connor, you're two, uh, Corey, you're three, and Matt, you're four.
3: Ooh.
0: Okay, Okay, Corey, you go first, and then we'll go around the the order. So Matt, you're second, Mug, you're third, Connor, you're fourth. That's how we'll describe our characters. Got i awesome.
3: So... As Shania said, uh, we are all half classes. My character is a half goblin, half uh <laughs> <He's not>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um ha- yeah, just half goblin. Uh she <laughs> is tiny, like tiny, tiny, like three nine. And she rocks the guitar. That also shoots flames, um, and the reason I died is I was at a concert, just banging my head off, just accidentally aimed the guitar at my head, and released the flamethrower.
0: That is so heavy metal. And so I That's burned the so moment. heavy metal. What a way to die! And what is this character's name?
3: This character's name is Detroit Rock City. Love
0: it uh cool uh well that's detroit rock city goblin bard college of punk uh homebrew college very fun college uh let's go to matt who's your character uh my name
1: or my character is a male tiefling half demon half human uh bard named aminon i've had this character for a long time and just recently made him evil so i kind of like did the one bad day kind of thing um where one one bad day can kind of change your your whole life uh the the direction you're going Um, so i kept it the same character but did like an alternate universe where uh if that bad day happened and they just turned completely evil um they are i believe lawful evil and can I say who I serve? Because I think that would be
0: cool. If you want, sure.
1: Yeah, I. So I was a. I guess before I died, uh, I was a servant of the Pumpkin King, which is the coolest thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. That's about it. Uh, I don't. I haven't really fleshed out how I died. If I'm being honest, it might have been like a. I don't know how I died. I just died. I just woke up here. You know. Um. I'll figure it out. I'll I'll, I'll figure that out. But uh, for right now, yeah, I'm just a cool dead little dead demon thing.
0: Yes, uh, Amanan is a tiefling bard, uh, hex bard. I allow multi class with this one. Uh, bard, lock, so uh, warlock, hex blade, and then bard. What college did you go with? Ooh, uh, was it
1: swords or? Oh, it was like oh, shoot, eloquence. Oh, College of Tragedy,
0: actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. College his, of whole,
1: his whole kind of bard thing is circled around, like, his uh, trauma, his tragedy and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and that's where his power, like, his music ca- comes from, is, is the tragedy.
0: Cool. Alright, uh, Mug.
4: Uh, I'm playing a bard satyr who is also a clown who is in the College of Whispers but used to work at the uh, the Wild Carnival I already forgot what it was called the Witchlight uh, Carnival yes uh, they were a hand of the Witchlight Carnival that worked at the um, the dart minigame where you throw darts at balloons and there is an unknown wound in their head whether it be a dart a gunshot or who knows what but something killed them by shooting them in the head but they have very long bangs that cover up their forehead to hide this ugly wound. Cool. But
0: that's about all for them. Uh, Robin, oh, their name is or, Anith, or sorry, by yeah. the way. Anith is a satyr bard, College of Whispers. Uh, we're all level nine, by the way. Um, okay, Connor.
2: I am playing a female tabaxi, half bard, half rogue. She is a cat burglar. She stole from the rich and gave to herself. She decided that no one was off limits and decided to try and rob one of the richest men in town but was caught doing so and as punishment was thrown from the window that she climbed in. And let me tell you, being able to land on your feet does you no good 20 stories up.
0: What an
1: epic tale. Especially My... when you're on your eighth life already. <laughs> like
2: Right. <laughs> My character's name is robin munch
0: nice cool all right well uh those are that our cast our setting is the concordant express it is a quaint little village no i'm just kidding it is uh it is a train uh but if you guys want to write this down this is going to be your quest as Coolidge is, or as Tiamat is entering your brain on your way to inhabiting these new bodies. As you settle into them and you start to look around your surroundings, you see a couple other people in a train car that is moving on rails. And out the window, you can just see beautiful mountainscapes, rivers, waterfalls, just heavenly paradises, uh, as well as the smog coming from the front of the ship, which is a faint red, uh, and you, you hear, greetings. Here's what we're gonna need you guys to do, my vicious little baddies. So, as you know, I rule over Avernus, and I'm the queen of the nine hells. I need you to bring me back the true names of three powerful denizens of the lower planes: the Pit Fiend, Carneros. The Baylor Ertok, and the Merilith Hexalanthe. Their true names are known only by an outlaw called the Stranger. The Stranger's being transported to Mechanus on an interplanar train. This is that train. It transports to everyone's individual afterlives and you guys will be inhabiting the bodies of people that have just died in order to make it easier. Your job is to find out the names of these three and to meet the stranger. Expect to be contacted shortly by a quadrone named Glitch. He will help you find your next path. Again, those demons' names were The Pit Fiend, Carnaros the Baylor air talk and the Merilith, Hexalante. good luck my terrible terrible little bad boy and also uh, a person a girl you're all bad <laughs> what? the baddies and uh that's where we will start next time but uh, do you guys have any qu- less questions uh, for me?
2: Yeah. Hi. Okay, so now
0: all right. Don't forget to uh, assign your characters on here. I uh, Matt has his, but I don't have anyone else.
2: I can't figure uh, out how to do
0: it.
4: Yeah, it's not letting me you uh
1: to go to the my campaigns, go to view campaign and then scroll down to the unassigned characters and you should be able to there should be a claim button there. Okay.
0: Right. Ah. We are your D&D Beyond tu- tutorial. Uh, You guys should not need backup characters for this one. This is actually one of those few campaigns where I can tell you a fun little story about it. Uh, You're not going to be able to die. If you die, you start at the beginning of the train.
3: Sweet. Sweet.
0: Because, like, where are you going to go, Detroit? Right.
3: (laughs) Inside of me. (laughs) Oh, boy! (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, if you die on the train, you just go back to the beginning of the train.
1: With that, I want to thank all of you listeners for listening to the greatest show on earth uh the garlic boys one shots uh tune in next time to see this new great really awesome adventure on a choo choo and remember as always stay goopy
0: stay,
2: stay, stay, stay goopy stay goopy
0: y'all